0: complete revolution. We figured out a way. We machine all of the surfaces. To create something that's that's genuine in you, you have to, to start again.
1: Welcome to episode one of the Aluminium podcast, Apple News with a British accent. Every week I'll be joined by a different guest from the world of tech and beyond, bringing you the latest Apple and wider technology news, as well as insight into our guests and their stories and technology. So for our first episode, I'm delighted to welcome our guest, David Lewis. Hello, Dave.
0: Hey, how are you doing? (laughs)
1: very very well thank you for joining me um Dave we've we've chatted in the past a little bit on your podcast mm-hmm. so I thought it was only right that I invited you over you've also got the British accent which is gonna be <laughs> very important um, I've mastered so how the are British accent really good really good yeah it, it was uh I'm not gonna
0: lie you know you read on Twitter about how everything's always fantastic it going guns blazing the first couple of days this year I just could not I couldn't be bothered to get out of bed. I really struggled. But um, that was because there was a few days of switching off and mentally just doing nothing. Uh, But now back into the swing of it and loving it. Yeah, all good.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's always that time as well between Christmas and New Year, which I I like to think of as the perineum of the year. Uh, It's between (laughs) the two good bits and nobody really knows what's going on
0: no other podcast is going to say perineum
1: (laughs) not this early on not not in episode one um anyway so the Mm. the kind of format that i've got in mind is i've got a couple of questions i want to ask you just so that anyone that's not heard of you before uh, can get a little bit of an idea of uh, what you're about so Mm -hmm. the first one is Mm. xbox or playstation never gamed in my life Cool. Shall I leave now? <laughs> that's, no, that's a legitimate
0: answer. I wish. I wish I had. Uh, I mean, I am ancient, uh, which kind of means I was at school as my mates were kind of playing Pac-Man in the train station and stuff, and it just never held any appeal for me, because I missed out on that early thing. I just don't think... I've never picked up an Xbox, PlayStation, handheld. I've no zero gaming knowledge. I know slightly more about football than gaming, and I know nothing about either, so...
1: OK, so next up. Windows or
0: Mac? <laughs> now, I haven't used. There was a vaguely funny story I can give oh, in answer. Mac, if you just want a one-line, yep. one-word answer, and we can move on. Mac, but there is stories I can tell you to do <laughs> as well.
1: No, go for it. Uh, well,
0: the one once st- I, I so desperately wanted to be a Mac user back in about 2010. I had this PC thing with two monitors, and I actually managed to find the Mac desktop screen. To put on the PCs to pretend, and I was a grown man at this point. You know, we're not talking about a kid. I mean, I was that. I was that desperately want to be part of the Mac Brigade. But I just thought, I have the screensaver. That's kind of that's halfway there. And uh, there was one other time I had to go and sign some paperwork for my daughter's getting a car and organising finance, and it was on a PC. And they gave me this PC mouse, and I just froze. I had no idea about <laughs> the scroll wheel, and it was just so alien to me. so I am as pure Mac as you can possibly wish to find.
1: Ah, Very good. Very good. Uh, Next up. I mean, this one might actually be more tricky for you. uh, Um, Android or iOS? Oh, no.
0: I've tried Android now and I I put out a video last week saying that I've tried it, but I am a through and through iOS user. And the 15 Pro Max, I know we might be talking about that later on, but it's made me realise just how good it is. And I might even buy an iPad this year as well. Ooh, Possibly. very exciting! So definitely, yeah, uh, I, I I love it. I'm, I couldn't be more happy with the setup I've got than I am at the moment. Good stuff. Um, tea or coffee? Coffee. Haven't drunk tea in thirty, forty years.
1: <sighs> That's coffee. okay. We can we can stay friends. Just and, had a um,
0: before this to see me through because I didn't know what you were going to throw at me.
1: Good, good. And the final one: YouTube or podcast?
0: So when you say YouTube or podcast, are you meaning watching podcasts on YouTube or listening to podcasts?
1: I'm I'm saying, do you prefer like the long form of podcast and do stuff at the same time or actually actively watching something on YouTube?
0: I probably like most of us that are on there live on YouTube. So when I'm not making it, I'm watching it. And I really got into the long form. Yeah, there's a couple of long form hour plus, you know, the Collins Mears kind of thing. That I'm really into, and I've said that they've almost replaced chat shows now, and you know, it's just great yeah. to watch two guys having a chat. I love, I love the long-form podcasts. absolutely adore them.
1: Cool. So hopefully that's given everyone a little bit of an idea of what Dave's about, um, and we'll get into some tech news, because that that's is true. kind of what we're here for efficiently.
0: Mm-hmm. Very exciting. we one um, of this new podcast.
1: Yeah, it's very very exciting, and I have no idea what we're going to do yet. So uh, I've got some notes. <laughs> we're going to start off uh, with what you suggested actually before we started here. So mm. you have uh, y- you've got a background in radio and audio stuff, mm. um, and you've gone along the lines of using proper cameras and stuff for your YouTube but recently you've been using the 15 Pro Max for some of your videos. Tell me about your experience.
0: So long story short, when I started the channel off, I was using the only camera I had was an iPhone 12, bog standard 12. And if you look back at those early videos, you can sure as hell see it wasn't a 12 Pro. But it got me going. And that's what they were saying, if the best camera you've got is the one you've got. So that got me going. Then <clears throat> I know another guest that you potentially might be speaking to, Alex. Me and him do a podcast together, and I was at his studio, and he had this Canon 90D that he had on his table ready to pot, pot on eBay. And I said, <clears throat> I'm really thinking about upgrading my camera. Now, putting it into context, about two months before that, I just bought the 14 Pro, thinking, right, it's a big step up from the 12. Go to the 14 Pro, I bought with a terabyte of storage on, because I was going to shoot in ProRes, not realising that you couldn't get ProRes files off of the when you had Lightning. It was slightly uh, a bit of a, a failed story trying to shoot ProRes on those. But then not long after buying that 14 Pro, I bought the Canon. So for most of last year, I was shooting on the Canon. Then I had this idea, and I was hands up totally influenced by the fantastic marketing that was scary fast when they shot the whole thing, and suddenly they were all being shot on iPhone all over our videos. And I thought, well, I've got to give this a go. You know, if they can do it, OK, there. They got the might of Apple and the world's best engineers behind them, but I thought if they can do it, I can do it. So I kind of taught myself how to edit Log ProRes, and <clears throat> I did the last three or four videos last year on the 15 Pro Max. Got some really nice comments. Last week's video I did on a Canon, and people noticed that it wasn't sharp. That just goes to show you that it's not a marketing. They, I I didn't say what I was shooting on, but people have not, the color and the sharpness on that that you're able to manage to achieve in 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 post is just stunning i mean they are big files but the fact it goes straight to ssd and the thing that i like most about it when they said that at the event it would go straight to ssd i thought there'd be all sorts of weird configurations you have to do but you don't You just plug in the the drive it sees it it's it's i used the black magic app which they did as well um but honestly there is no going back it is just beautiful
1: yeah to be fair the black magic app is one that i shared out on my video today um (coughs) or yesterday at the time of actually publishing this. Um, but, yeah, it's, it seems like that's a really good app. I think, oh. is it Filmic that's uh, been sort that's of depreciated recently, which yeah. is a little bit sad?
0: I used but... to use Filmic when I first got into trying to... Because when I started the channel, I'd never opened a video editing programme, so about two months, three months beforehand, trying to get ready, I was in this you know rabbit warren and trying to learn everything about it. And I downloaded the Filmic pro app. But, yeah, this is far easier to use it's honestly once you've got the settings down and let's face it most of the time we're all shooting in the same environment and once you're in that environment getting the white balance and everything set it's just plug and play and that black magic app that how it's free I don't know and also if anyone is interested the best color conversion that I've found is the Blackmagic one. I just downloaded it, uh, airdropped it from the phone over to the Mac, and that's what I'm using Premiere now. Sorry, I'm not Final Cut. Um, But, yeah, the Blackmagic conversion back to Rec. 709 is just brilliant. Best by far.
1: The only reason that I can imagine it's free is because Blackmagic also make DaVinci Resolve, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I I guess the software stuff that they do is all to try and get people down the rabbit hole of understanding what to do with their cameras when you eventually yeah. graduate to them. Um, but I have a similar story to you. You know, I started off shooting my channel on a, a Lumix G7. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it was a cropped, but uh, four, four to three... I don't know, four thirds, whatever they're called. I don't get cameras. Um, and Impulse. then moved over to the iPhone 12 Pro Max and my videos looked better immediately, mm-hmm. and it was so much easier because I could airdrop it. And now I guess with uh with the USB C stuff, I was never excited about USB C coming, but I think there are advantages to it that actually exist so I'm 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 warming to it I'm warming to it when I get to this September I'll be upgrading
0: yeah, uh, when the USB C for me for charging makes no difference, and also I know you and I've had well I've seen tweets of yours, but I've still got AirPods Max, I've still got the the keyboard, the Magic Mouse. You know, I just bought a new iMac, and of course that's still Lightning, so the Lightning cable isn't going anywhere for my desk. It's going to be around for a long time. So the fact that it's USB C on the iPhone doesn't matter a lot unless you're shooting ProRes Log, because as I mentioned, when it was Lightning. Um, I could, If you were shooting ProRes and you've got a 60 gig file, it's virtually impossible. Certainly it won't airdrop. The only way I found to get it to transfer was using the lightning cable and image capture on the Mac. But you could go and cook Christmas dinner while it was downloading. It took so long. So you just, I just never used it. It was pointless. You know, they kind of prov- proved what they could do, but it wasn't usable. Whereas now, I bought a Samsung T7 SSD because it was the exact same transfer speeds. As, as the phone and it's been a dream. Honestly, it just records straight into it. Plug it into Mac and you're off and it edits so fast. It's yeah, it's brilliant what they've done.
1: No, it does sound pretty good. I, I'm gonna have to play around with it soon. <coughs> mm-hmm. Um right, next up uh on my list, I'm gonna just uh, j- jump around a little bit. I think mm. we're gonna talk about the Vision Pro and it's very strange. <laughs> very strange announcement this week. I mean I was I was watching the first one I knew about it was actually Tim it was Tim Cook's tweet. And I think I saw it 55 seconds after the tweet, but the newsroom post had been up for about 18 minutes, and nobody had even mentioned it on Twitter yet mm. because nobody was expecting it that day. And it was very. What's your thoughts on this? Are they well, are they trying to hide it? Are they burying I,
0: it? You know, I was I was listening to something else just before we started recording, and it was talking about are Apple going to do a Pro Vision halftime ad in the Super Bowl? Because of course, the Super Bowl halftime yeah. is theirs now. And there was this thought, well, Max 40 years old this year, I think it is. And so, you know, while well, they're going to do a whole retro thing with the Vision Pro. It was odd. Um, that, I think they know that it's a lost leader. So like you, because we make content, I was really hoping it was going to be an event. But you can understand when you look at it that there's not an event. They, at, at WWDC, they kind of played down um, fitness. and they Well, fitness isn't, hasn't been mentioned, I don't think. And gaming is really a few games from arcade, none of them. Big games on there yet, so the kind of the areas that people are really keen about aren't ready yet. And I think they're doing this soft launch where they're just getting it out there, getting Vision O—is it Vision OS? Vision, you know, the first version of uh, Vision uh, software, OS uh, one. I think they're trying to just get that out into the market, let a few little glitches happen, and let things bed down. I think at WWDC this summer we'll probably get point two, and that's where things will really start to get going. But it's It's not going to be a cash cow form, which I know sounds ridiculous, at $3,500. But you and I both know the volumes are low. I think it works out that there's 273 stores in the US. So I think they're only getting about, possibly about, 1800 each for the year. You know, the volumes are very, very low. So I think they're just testing the water a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I heard that their expectation was to sell one Vision Pro per day per store in the US.
0: Yeah, exactly that. So,
1: you know, that's 350 a store. Um, Obviously, there'll be some online sales and things like that. um, And it's only launching in the US at the beginning. I think probably by WWDC, we might see it in the UK, uh, which would be great. Um, US, Canada, UK... Germany seems to always get things fairly early and as China, well. I guess, yeah. I don't que- even know if China will get it that early. A I think question- there might be a, a, a lot of stuff to deal with for
0: that. a question to throw back at you, if I can be poacher-turned-gamekeeper. I was wondering what's going to happen in store. Now, as much as Apple are brilliant at trying to get all of their staff trained, ready for the moment, no-one quite knows what this is going to be like. I just wonder whether there's going to be a massive bottleneck, because I think you can book your fitting appointment online but then you have to go to store. But it's a really precise fitting procedure, and you would have thought early on, and there's always going to be something that's different with everybody's unit. And if you're in there spending $3,500, you're going to want to be treated like a king for the day, aren't you? So I just wondered, how do you think they're going to manage
1: the the footfall and the flow of it? I, I don't think it's actually as intricate as we thought originally, because the Vision Pro is now shipping with two different light shields. It comes with two straps. Two straps, yeah. I don't think there's actually as much difference as there was expected to be. I think right. the only real customization is going to be with those ice lenses, which apparently mm. a little bit cheaper than everyone expected. So, one hundred and fifty dollars to get the uh, prescription lenses, prescription. or ninety nine if it's like a standard reader Reading. style. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is which is fine. I don't think that's. Uh, exceptionally expensive. I think if you wear glasses, you're kind of used to this. Uh, I don't know if we can get those lenses on the NHS over here. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? <laughs> would it just, um, yeah. Seems a slight oxymoron. Uh, can I have some
0: inserts on my <laughs> £3,500 headset on the NHS, please? <laughs> Thank you very yeah, much. i pay
1: taxes. <laughs> I, I would like to sort of point out as well, everyone keeps sort of pointing to this £3,500. Mm. is also the starting point for an M2 or M3 Max 16-inch MacBook Pro. Mm. It's not an insane amount of money for Apple customers. It's Mm. an expensive headset. The the standard being, you know, around that 500 point. But it is very different to what we've got.
0: Exactly, I was going to say. When you go and spend three and a half thousand on a Mac, you know what you're getting, and you know how to use it. We've got to teach ourselves. You know, the way back back in our day, we got used to texting and scrolling and looking down all the time. There's going to be a whole new way of interacting with this headset now. Is this whole pinching in midair, and it's a whole new language we've got to learn. So, you know, if if I was going to spend three and a half thousand, I'd rather spend it on something I'm comfortable with. And yeah. You- Wait for things to settle down a bit. I mean, I love the idea of it, as and when it comes over. And it comes down to money. I haven't got that sort of money to throw at it. but And as we just said, I'm not a gamer. Now, I'm not saying it's only for gaming. I know it is a productive headset as well. But like you, I spend a lot of my time making content. And I don't think I'd like to try and do video editing in midair.
1: Yeah, I don't really know how that's going to work. But I know of people that have seen Final Cut running on it. And it's not Final Cut for iPad, it is Final Cut for Vision. It is its specific version. So that's that's on the way, we know. Whether it's going to be ready for prime time straight away or not, I don't know. Um, I'm still kind of stunned that they didn't put an M3 into it, uh, because the M3 is out now.
0: You've mentioned that so many times, I know. It does seem weird, isn't it? Their flagship uh, uh, device of this year is actually using... Yeah. The older chip,
1: yeah. Um, we've kind of heard that it's going to have 16 gigs of RAM starting point, which is you know okay. Um, we don't know if that's enough yet until we play with it. Um, and it's got 256 gigs of storage, and only we don't know if that's enough yet either.
0: No, no other storage options are there. Which I guess they're thinking price. They don't want to scare people off anymore. I, I believe
1: it's <laughs> no, because it starts at 256. I think I it thought it will was only one have... storage.
0: Yeah, I think it's at, at, at the start. I thought. I thought I read German saying it's only 256 you can buy right
1: now. OK. I think. I, my my understanding was it starts at 256 gigs of storage. And if it does go up, then 512, I would assume, will be the same difference as with Mac. So it'll be exactly. 200 bucks to upgrade. At which point, when you're talking about 3,500 plus 200, you're probably going to do that. Yeah, it's just we don't know if... 256 is going to be enough because is it like 256 on a phone which is Mm -hmm. plenty plenty or 256 Mm -hmm. on a mac which probably isn't for a lot of people and it depends how much stuff you're going to store on it if you're going to wear it on a plane for flights and you want to watch spatial movies all the way through you're going to want to load it up
0: download and and the other thing that i haven't fully got my head around yet i know on i've just switched it on on the 15 pro max that i can now shoot in spatial if i want to obviously pointless to me because i'm not getting the headset but the the video the the files are huge those photo files are massive so if you're putting a load of photos on there that sort of size i think it's something i did hear the data it's massive files from, so again that is going to be a storage issue as well i would have thought
1: it, it shoots 1080p right for mm. the special videos. so surely it should be two 1080p files there's one for each eye
0: yeah, one feature, Yes, right, yeah. You
1: would assume. So it mm. should be double what you would shoot with 1080p video, but I'm guessing there's some extra stuff going into there. Maybe they're doing spatial audio around it and things like that as well, which would be really good. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's just been a very strange launch. Um, I did notice that they'd done an ad for it, which I don't know if you've seen this. No, I haven't. A lot of people putting goggles on in different things. There's a, a reference oh, was that the... to Back to the Future.
0: Yes, they're on the Apple movie, on the Apple YouTube channel. Yes. We, yes, yes, I have watched that, yes.
1: And that video is almost identical shot for shot to the phone video that they did for the original iPhone when it was launched, which is so really they are nice. going retro. They are. They're yeah. definitely referencing what happened with that. The original iPhone was also announced in January um, mm-hmm. and then went on sale a little bit later in the year. But yes, 24th of uh, January this year is the 40th birthday of the Mac itself. I thought so, yeah. Um, so... There's got to be some stuff happening around that to you know to talk about it, to reference it, to reflect on their history. That mm. was something that Steve never wanted to do. He never looked back. But I think uh, Tim has got a little bit more perspective on that i think we are probably going to get something on the front yeah. page of apple.com you know, I, if nothing else i I've,
0: as we record i've got a video coming out tomorrow about imac and right at the end of there, i mean it's bad for my click through but <laughs> right at the end of the video um i mentioned it's just lovely to see that apple have actually got a little bit of sentiment running through their veins that with the when they refreshed the imac for apple silicon it still had the chin it still had the bezels it was still an imac and as much as Jobs never wanted sentiment, I think it's a wonderful touch. They've just doffed their cap and said, this little lad saved our company, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, this iMac was the reason we kept our doors open. And I think it's fantastic. Uh, I mean, that Mac that I bought, it's the, you know, the one that no-one should buy. It's the 8-gig version. And I've edited 10-bit, Pro ProRes video on there. It chugged a little bit, but it did it. Uh, I just think yeah. I, it's lovely to see Apple having just those little moments you just said about that advert, and I think that's kind of them just showing they've got a human... I know they're all corporate, we get that, but they have also, under Cook, got a little bit of humanity and and just wanting to appreciate where they've come from still in the company. I like that side.
1: Absolutely, and they're definitely referenced as well when the iMac got refreshed to the Apple Silicon version with all the colours. Colors. They, uh, they basically rehashed some of the original uh, print advertising That's right. for those colourful iMacs as well. Yeah, the, in terms of the way that so they, yep. yeah, Yeah, really, really cleverly done.
0: Um, and, 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 Sorry, I don't mind, hope you don't mind me saying, but I've made a couple of iMac videos recently and the love out there for IMAX is huge. It's, it's yeah. almost like this cult club and everybody... Wants a 27 inch, and I, I can't see it. And I don't know what you think now with the studio display and the Mac Studio, I can't see them bringing a 27 inch iMac back into the lineup? But I tell you, the amount of love for that machine that is out there is crazy.
1: The demand's there, but 27 inch doesn't work next to a 24. No, um, it would have to be a 30 to 32 inch to make it worthwhile. Mm. And at that point, you're into pro uh, pro display XDR territory size exactly. wise. And, exactly. Exactly. Um, is that really? You know, do you want to be throwing out that display if you're going to be going to that level of cost? Do you want to throw out the display every time Mm. or do you want to do something like a Mac Mini? Maybe they just make a backpack mount so you can mount a Mac Mini behind the display. Makes total sense. Yeah. That that would be my thoughts.
0: Because, of course, last January they released Mac Minis, and I was really hoping from a content point of view that this January I was going to wake up on the 5th of January and find it was Mac which are kind of affordable, right? So I thought I'd promised myself with yeah. my Christmas present to myself. I thought for the channel that I was going to go and get a Mac Mini. of course, the tumbleweeds are blown through. I say all we've got is Vision Prime. I mean, that's pretty major, but it, does really yes. help. it doesn't help me out. Um, but they so haven't told think, us anything about it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's big. but we, And that's what we said at the beginning of the podcast, though. It's the biggest release... Well, I mean, you could argue possibly ever as a new... I know Apple Watch was fantastic and has gone on to be a huge seller for them. But spatial computing, it's a brand new territory. And yet here we are, almost sheepishly. As you said, that press release was so woolly. It it said nothing. I read it all. I wrote about it this week. There's nothing there.
1: (laughs) It just rehashed exactly what we already knew. Um, Exactly that. There was nothing... Particularly new. One thing that I would be really interested in is these partnerships that Apple's got in place for things like Resident Evil. Mm. Would that not be the most terrifying experience in a headset? <laughs> <answer? laughs>
0: See, that's um, why I wish I gamed because I know that for gamers out there, it's going to be the most immersive, amazing experience.
1: If they let people do that with it, because that doesn't yeah. seem to be the the route that they want to go, even with gaming on it, it seems to be more of a a big screen experience Mm, mm, for you mm. rather than, uh, but yeah. Anyway, the other sort of big news story that we've had, and it's kind of ongoing since before Christmas now, but uh, it's the first episode of the podcast. We're going to talk Mm. about it anyway, is the Apple watch ban? So we had a a big lawsuit from Massimo who took it to the ITC, the ITC banned imports of the Apple watch. We all kind of were waiting with bated breath for Christmas day for Joe Biden to come in and, and wave his magic wand and let it all be good again, and he didn't. And then on Boxing Day, Apple went, "Well, we're going to appeal it," and then the courts sort of said, "Yeah, okay, you can keep bringing them in." So they took them all off the shelves and put them all mm-hmm. back on the shelves, and now the ITC wants their ban back. um What are your thoughts on this? This is just such a mess.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's what to do with the blood uh, sensor, the blood auction sensor. And I've heard... There's been this... You, like me, have probably been reading a lot about it, and people say, why don't Apple just go and buy Masimo? And, the, and the, the best reasoning I've heard for that is they don't want it. It's a medical company. It would be pretty much buying it just to flatten it. They've got no interest in what they make other than that one patent, patent, that sounds like... it I mean, they should have got a worldwide patent. Whoever applied for a US patent, <laughs> I think, dropped a bit of a ball. But... Um, it, it, Apple, we know, have got enough clout to do what they want to do, but sometimes I just think they want to put their feet firmly in the sand and say, no, we're not going to be bullied. Because if they are bullied by one, just one, and a small company like Massimo, that's going to open up the doors to, think, to everybody, think, OK, we can push them hard and we'll get our way. And I don't think they want to see any bruises on them, would be my guess.
1: No, that makes a lot of sense. There is another uh, lawsuit that's going on around about the uh, ECG. Uh, mm-hmm. which is also built into apple watch, so yeah there's a there's an awful lot of stuff coming their way um i i I think I agree on the massimo thing. I feel like if they bought a chunk of Massimo rather mm-hmm. than buying the whole thing um to do some sort of a licensing deal, surely that's going to be cheaper and they then don't get the uh the liability of anything that does go wrong on the medical side, because I'm guessing that's really what they want to avoid, is any sort of Of liability from Mm -hmm. a medical point of view. Um, But yeah, it's just strange. I mean, the way we were talking about Vision Pro, it kind of
0: neatly segues into the watch because there are similarities. It took quite a while for Apple Watch to bed in to what it is now. And I I didn't get one until two years ago, and and now I, I really love it, but it's this kind of quiet assassin to the wrong term. It's this quiet friend that sits on your wrist. And I like what it does. It is a really lovely bit of kit to own. And I wouldn't want to be without it now. But I think Apple, surely, they're a very smart company. When they decided that they weren't going to be pushed for, was it the 24th? Was it Christmas Eve or Christmas, Boxing Day? It was one of those two days, was the deadline day, wasn't it? And I think they Christmas must have Eve. looked, Christmas Eve, yeah. And I think they must have looked at the figures, looked at all the data, and thought, Nope, we'll we'll lose less money by taking off the shelves for a couple of days now. All the sales have pretty much been done for Christmas rather than trying to fight and the money it would have cost. You know, what we must understand head and shoulders, there's two things that anything that seems like an accident with Apple rarely is. When everything just begins to come together beautifully and you realise you can use this with this with this, I'm sure these things were planned out so many years ago and they are nobody's fault. You do not become the multi-trillion dollar company they are by sort of licking your finger, putting it in here and seeing how it dries. They know what they're doing. They absolutely know what they're doing.
1: No, absolutely. And, and this is the Tim Cook, the, uh, yeah, the Apple that Tim Cook built. i right? exactly. try and get the words mm. the right, right way around. John Prosser's video that he did uh, a week or so ago is just incredible. We, if anyone we... hasn't watched that yet.
0: I was going to say, can we just take our hats off? I put up a couple of tweets last year. You've noticed a change. I know we're going slightly off topic. I hope you don't mind talking about Prosser on your podcast. Of course. But um, it, when he started beginning to do documentary style last year and went into the longer fifteen, and I wrote a couple of tweets saying this is what he's been waiting for. He you know, he is such a consummate reporter, and that's what these are now. And I, I know you saw a tweet up. I put up saying if he was in a suit and tie, that was a Panorama BBC documentary that he put out. It was brilliant it was factual well researched beautifully shot wonderfully edited and no gimmicks it was just news and fact and i like that side i really do
1: yeah no you've done an incredible job with it um i do find genius bar to be infinitely entertaining i watch pretty much everyone one twice um and the guys are the guys are great on that yeah. i keep getting shout outs on it which is really weird <laughs> like i still don't think sam knows who i am um, i had sam on my so.
0: podcast have you yes Uh, Do you want an inside scoop on how that happened? I don't think I'm letting... Let me just think. No, I'm sure I'm not letting anything... I'll be careful of the names. Basically, I sent him an email saying, would you come on my podcast? Got ignored. You know what it's like. You send out emails you hope and some do, some don't. And uh, anyway, one morning I woke up and found this email and it it was to his agency that book adverts for the podcast. And because my email address ends in audio and so do theirs end in audio, I got copied into this... Spicy email. (laughs) And he said, Man, I'm sorry, what can I do? Because I sent an email back and said, I don't think I should be seeing this, Sam. There's quite a lot of information in here. (laughs) He said, Man, what can I do? And I said, Well, all I'd ask is come on my podcast. And we actually spoke a lot about mental health and it was a really Mm -hmm. interesting conversation.
1: Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, he's a lovely guy. I've missed that one. (laughs) He's a lovely
0: guy. It was audio only at that stage. So it's it's still on Apple Apple Podcasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a long time ago. Um, Lovely guy, though. So, you Mm. know, I'm sure. I'm sure if you approach him, he'd, he'd be game for it. And I know you're reasonably friendly with Fosser Jay, so I'm yeah, sure there's, I'll get there's John a good link to there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> gonna, I'll get John's. John, didn't John um, make a super thanks or something on one of your videos during yes. lockdown? Yes. Yeah, I so I when,
1: I, when I first started the channel, I was so small. I was doing a live stream, one of my first live streams, and I just got a, a super chat that came through, and it was like from John Prosser, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, but it can't be that That's John Crosser right. And he just popped up at the jacket And was like, yeah it is <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Cool. So I was blown away And then he came on my uh, my first year We did the IK-versary live stream Which was a six hour live stream mm-hmm. uh, He jumped on it We had Luke Miani on there We had, um, who else did we have on? Brian Tong jumped yeah. on I had Brian um, on as well
0: Brian's been on the yeah, podcast, we... audio only. I guess he's there. Yeah,
1: oh, cool. Uh, yeah, we had Ian's elbow on. I mean, um, <laughs> also, yeah all sorts of people it's great love them. Them. Yeah. It's, it's such a cool community when people yeah. will just
0: jump in and out like this everybody it's, it's you cool. know that you, you sent me a message oh either just i think it was between christmas and new year saying you had plans for this this new podcast and it's like of course of course i'd love to come on and you know we, that's the thing the minute you get in touch with anybody you know they'll pretty much drop anything to try and help you out and make content with you yeah it, it, i've not found any bitchiness at all which is odd because it's all men and you think it'd be like ramming horns but it's it's a really good community it really is we've all got yeah, and backs. I mean
1: I am I'm definitely trying to make this podcast a little bit more diverse so uh, we have got some some more diverse guests coming on if you like um, mm-hmm. from from all sorts of places and it's not just you know male female race anything like that it's it's different opinions I want people coming on here that are not just apple stands like i am Mm. um because i think that's going to give us some more interesting conversations and on that topic and Uh, we've got a couple of not apple things to talk about as well
0: and i just i just wanted to toot your horn for you anyone watching listening to this a weekly podcast and booking guests for it this man is taking on a big ask, so he deserves a, <laughs> a big pat on the back because yeah. that's not easy. Uh, on top of your regular content, now trying to put together, edit, find get, it all takes time. So, you know, I really hope this, because a British podcast, there's not many of them out there that are in our field. So I really hope this works for you. I really do. And we just need to give that a big f- clap.
1: And of course, I'm doing it as well as a full time job and a family and people exactly. around all the time. Which is and, and obviously a stand up comic now fun. as well. You know, so well a little bit. I've done two now, and <laughs> I've done my second gig, which is quite good. I've actually got um my my backup questions, which uh, I bought a, a book by Richard Herring <laughs> called Emergency <laughs> Questions. So if if we run out of things to talk about on a podcast, we've got we've got okay. somewhere to go. Good to know. Um, if I get, get rebooks, we'll use that book. Absolutely, but uh, a couple of things that we've got non Apple related. So we've got Samsung mm. Unpacked is on the way, and I think you're probably. In a better position to talk about it than I am, so go be alive.
0: Ish. I've got it in the diary to watch. I'm going to watch Samsung Unpacked. I think it's next Wednesday, Thursday. I haven't quite worked out the time difference yet. It's ridiculously early in the morning somewhere, but I don't think it's too bad our time. So anyway, I've got that to work out and referencing what we said earlier this year because again you know people watching this will probably not only be apple fans but a lot of them will be kind of into what we do you know with content creation stuff so we're always looking for things to make videos about so there'd be me hoping 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 i was going to get mac minis not happening so then i was thinking okay samsung unpacked but then you draw this line will i actually recoup any of my money if i go and buy it and i'm not sure but I am interested in it. I, and I made a video recently where I was talking about the, the Pixel 8 Pro and the iPhone. And I started off the very first frame of the video saying, if you think I'm going to come down hard on the Pixel 8 Pro, I'm not. It's a great phone, but I am an iPhone user. And the one thing that I wanted to do last year through trying Android was to find out what it was about and was I missing out on anything and were we missing something in the iOS camp? And they're very different. I've come to the conclusion I think you buy a phone partly to suit your personality and your character. If you're the sort of person that loves sitting down, tinkering with the phone, personalising it, tweaking it to your heart's content, probably going to go Android. At the end of the day, if you're looking at the cameras, any of the top three flagships are going to give you stunning results. I've not shot in 8K on Samsung, but you know we know it's capable of it. Whether it can beat what I'm getting ProRes Log, I don't know. But just suffice to say, cameras are all good. Messages aren't a problem. If you're so concerned about iMessage, use Telegram, use DMs on Twitter. You know, it's not an issue. It really doesn't be. So I think the phones do reflect what you want. And I'm not the sort of person, you know, that enjoys sitting down tinkering with the phone. I want it to work. It's part of what I use. And yes, it is a bit more set in stone. But this 15 Pro Max, I think, well, it's definitely the best phone I've owned, best iPhone I've ever owned. And I think the iOS is quick, it doesn't get hot. Battery life, having jumped from the 14 Pro to now a Pro Max, the first Pro Max I've owned, noticeably better, um, because I've now got a a, a MagSafe charging tree in my studio at home. So during the day, it's on there. But at night, it means I used to just plug in the lightning cable and charge the phone up overnight. Now, I don't. It runs for the day. Next morning, it's still got juice on it. Uh, I've got nothing... And I love the, the, the rounded edges. It's comfortable to hold. The titanium is beautiful. It doesn't mark... They've shifted. It was actually Hartley from MacRumors that pointed out to me because that's the weight thing. He says, "Yeah, well, they've shifted the central balance, so it actually feels different." It, so I'm really glad I took a look at Android. There's some bits I like in there, and I'm certainly not going to come down and say it's useless, it's rubbish. Da 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 da. It works fine, and the, the so I, in the Tensor G3 that I've got in that Pixel 8 Pro, it, it it does its job. Again, if you really want to lean into AI, clearly that's the phone for you. Some Samsung unpacked, definitely going to watch it will think about buying it, but not with a view to... Uh, you're never going to find me putting one of those thumbnails up iPhone user switches. It's, it's just not going to happen. I think it'd be disingenuous to the people that actually want to watch me because I'm really, really happy with iPhone. I'm really happy with Macs. Everything's working yeah. superbly well. And as I mentioned earlier, I might even think about an iPad this year, which I've always eschewed, but I thought, you know what? Maybe it's time I get me a go. So I know I've gone slightly off topic. Yes, Samsung I will watch. I will consider buying it, but only as a reference point, not from the point of wanting to switch. I'm really happy with the 15 yeah. Pro Max.
1: No, that's that's fair. I mean, is it the the S24 that's has got Do right. they do yeah. their foldy ones at a different no,
0: time? No. So they, yes, they uh, have an August event where the flippy foldies I bought the Flip. Um, didn't get on with it at all. And I know that's not fair because it is a different kind of a phone. Uh, so I've bought that, um, but I've never used because let's face it there are three main flagships aren't there we've got the Pixel 8 Pro iPhone and the Samsung Ultra so I thought well maybe just to get my hands on that see what it feels like looks like the the display on the Pixel 8 Pro I must say is stunning that is the one Mm. thing where I prefer it hands down over iPhone I don't know what it is the colours seem richer the glass doesn't scratch as easily I don't use cases or screen protectors which means I've just lost any potential responses but um so both phones are getting treated the same but the 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 actual glass itself on the pixel is wearing better still issues with micro scratching on the 15 pro max but that's one of the few areas where i could say just on on surface level i do prefer the pixel 8 pro it's just got a lovely rich color to it but you know i'm splitting hairs let's face it i'm sitting here with two really lovely phones and although i would say that the battery life is far better on the iphone than on a Pixel. I've started this week actually using the Pixel a bit more during silly things, you know, looking at Instagram and all the things during the day, looking at Twitter. So it's been in my pocket using it regularly now. Uh And yeah. I have noticed that the 15 Pro Max is outgunning it on, on battery life.
1: Okay. I mean, I would say, I think the, the issue with the scratching on the displays, there's always a balance point with anything that's glass. Um Display-wise, It's if, if you make it more resistant to scratching, it's going to be less shatter resistant. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know it's 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 hardness versus toughness i guess or i i don't know the exact words that you need to use but yeah it's yeah. it's that kind of thing where one is going to be more resistant to scratches the other one if you drop it it's it's going to resist shattering completely and i would prefer to go with a few scratches on the yeah. surface
0: they 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 um, are minor it's literally when you're under yeah. studio lights basically you know you hold it to make a point on a video yeah. i can find the scratches <laughs> it's one of those kind oh, of things
1: wait. I managed to ruin my fourteen Pro's display with scratches the first week that I owned it. I know because I had. So my you don't use screen protectors either. No, not typically. No, not typically. I quite like a matte screen protector, just the the thin plastic ones, because mm-hmm. I prefer the feel of the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do lose some of that vibrance in the image and that kind of thing.
0: And I, I just love how they look. and so I'm look, I keep looking away because my phone's sitting just over there. But I, I just love how they feel. That's why I don't want to put a case around. Part of the yeah. beauty, when you go and pick up your phone on day one, the excitement is how it looks and feels. And I don't want to lose mm. that. I know I am now sounding a little bit like I'm at the church of Apple, but I just really, really like the touch and feel of it. Am I allowed to go off yeah. on a slight tangent? It's a very Apple tangent, don't worry. there's no need to have fear in your eyes. Yesterday... I treated myself to a second HomePod. I've now got a stereo pair. (gasps) Is it magical? (laughs) The layers of audio. I I first put on some spatial playlists on Apple Music, and then there was a new series last night. I'm going to get his name on Peter Capaldi, Doctor Who. Criminal Record, I think it's called. Two episodes Mm -hmm. out right now. Brilliant. I'm a massive Apple TV fan. Mm -hmm. Um, I watch all of my YouTube through Apple TV, funnily enough. But anyway, I had one HomePod for a year it was a bugger to set up the first time. Don't know what went wrong. It took a day. I was on with Apple Care. We couldn't get it working. Anyway, overnight, it, since then, it's been perfect. So I thought, OK, let's try a pair. And I put it on last night. And the difference, not only with the stereo separation, but it's the layers of audio. When you're watching something that's been clearly mastered by Apple, hoping that you're going to watch it through 4K Apple TV with a stereo pair of speakers, as I say, it was the layers of audio That was just stunning. There was so much depth to it. It is amazing. I did not expect to hear what I heard last night. It is fantastic. And I'm not saying that for any ulterior motive. I had to go and pay my 299 like we all do, but it was so, so worth it. It is oh, day and night. I thought, well, the one speaker sounds good. And I thought all I might get is a bit of stereo, genuine stereo. It's different level, different level.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm still on one. Uh, HomePod Mini at the moment. So I've, oh, I've the, not experienced in, in full force the, uh, the AirPod. Uh, let's get you some sponsors full.
0: on this channel then, because you, you deserve it. You are the Apple man. Oh, absolutely, you need that's to, what you, we
1: need. But <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, need towards to get, the end of the year.
0: Yeah, it, honestly, if you get a couple of spare quid, you will not be disappointed, I promise you. Mm. Amazing.
1: No, Sorry, that, I know it's totally off topic. Brilliant. but it's just
0: very relevant, because I only put it on last night for the first time. And another one of your videos I watched recently about Apple fitness. Big into that. Did a workout with my yeah. coach Kyle every day. I love my coach Kyle.
1: Kyle's good looking,
0: probably... Sp- good looking man.
1: Oh, he's... He's, he's, he's handsome, a, isn't he? A he's a fine yeah. isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I started off with coach Kyle. He was my uh, my, my spirit animal on there to begin with. Um, and yeah, I've, I've actually... With the with the custom workout plans, which is mm. the, the new That was on your video, feature, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was what we were talking about on it. And I didn't really notice when they announced it in the first place at dub dub um but yeah it makes a hell of a difference just having something that's set and like this is your responsibility to keep up with now it makes so much more difference than just trying to dip in and go oh i quite fancy that but all that looks a bit hard like let them pick it for you it's like having an actual coach and you just do what you're supposed Mm. to do so like an pt yeah exactly and and it seems like they are quite intelligently sort of giving your arms a rest on strength you know for a a day so Mm. you do a core and then you'll do a hit and then you'll and it 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 seems like it's quite well thought through which to be completely honest is just the hallmark of apple stuff they don't really do anything that's just kind of thrown out there everything seems to be thought through which is my favorite thing one one of the videos I have on the horizon, I think, um, which was sort of inspired by John's documentary, is doing something a little bit longer. Mm. And I think it might be Apple's innovation is the word no. And it's the fact that they don't just do everything that everyone else does. They haven't done the the folding displays, which no. even now we're seeing, uh, was it Oppo that's just brought one out or OnePlus Open or whatever it is that just... The yeah. day after they've arrived with everyone, they're just falling to pieces. It's uh, the, it, the technology is just not quite ready yet, I don't think. Even no. I know they've got a lot better. Uh, uh, uh,
0: in that, that recent video, I was mentioning to you, I, and again, I'd be interested to take your take on this. I mean, I know we're two Apple boys talking heart to heart here, um, but multitasking on phones— who cares? Why? <laughs> I've got Macs around me. When I open a spreadsheet, I'm going to open it on a Mac. I don't get it. Is is it just a fashion? Is it just something to talk about? Is it something to fill video? I don't know. I know I'm going to be shot down for this. I'm sure there's a valid reason that you need to multitask on on a phone. But at the end of the day, it is only a 6.7-inch screen. How much are you going to see on there?
1: The only thing I would like is for video audio to carry on playing in the background a little bit easier. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm watching something on YouTube, being able to maybe there's a different kind of swipe that we do, mm-hmm. that just keeps that audio playing while I go and just check a text message, so I can mm-hmm. keep listening. That that's the only thing I think I would like. And uh, slightly swinging back just to uh, Apple Fitness for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, time
0: to walk. Brilliant. Yes. That is an awesome. it's just become a podcast, an audio. Only, if you if you go into Apple Podcasts yeah. now, it is.
1: They've just added there. a whole bunch,
0: like 50... I've, I've listened to all of them, I think, pretty much. Um, OK. And, uh, Shaka Khan's on there. but You can clearly see I'm a soul man. Um, but Goldie Horn's on there. Jamie Oliver's on there. Uh, one of the Windsors, William or Harry, the one that's still a royal, he's on there. Um, William? Yeah, thank you. Um, can never remember... Much like the royal family. Um, but, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a brilliant series, it really is. I, I, I regu- part of my thing is, I mean, I'm going to play the little mini violin here. Too much sport when I was younger meant I had to have a new hip put in. Uh, so the, the surgeon said, look, you can do an Andy, and, but you're going to have to have another hip at some point in your life. Or, as long as you don't do any impact have this hip at last year, so I went for the easy option. Which means, can't do running, but I do walk a good old... And I go out every day now, time to walk at least once or twice a week is in my ears. It's brilliant. So, if you haven't, if any of your listeners and viewers haven't got into it yet, it's basically, fire to watch and it's just a celebrity. You go on a walk with them, they tell you their life story, some highlights, Stephen Fry was another good one, and then at the end they play two, three, four tracks of the soundtrack of their life kind of thing. It's a really good series. And it's just great company, and breaks away from the traditional podcasts like you. I've got... The list of tech podcasts I listen to every week. But once in a while, it's actually nice just to take a break. And even if it's somebody I don't know, David Awayo, I think, was the one I listened to last week, and he played Martin Luther King in a movie recently. Didn't know him at all, but a British actor, wonderful stories, lovely voice, and it's just great. You'll just... And, you know, if you want to go out and get some exercise, but just... And the other thing is, I try to leave the phone at home when I go out now. It's just the watch and the AirPods. And, oh, very nice. Yeah, really happy with it.
1: Yeah, I, I guess on that kind of note, I one of the podcasts that I listen to at the moment is James O'Brien's um, podcast, which is uh, I can't remember the exact title of it, but I'll pop it in the show notes. Um, but it, he basically talks to someone. Uh, it, it's um, it's so that he can talk to people for a bit longer than he'd be allowed to on the radio, and it's it's. Quite often people that I've never heard of, but he's had Hugh Laurie on there and mm-hmm. people like that. And you get a, a, a life story from someone. Um, and did, the, did I just see before uh, we yeah.
0: started recording, you just added Carol Vorderman. When is she now joining LBC? Was that your tweet? She is. There you yes, go. A little I, smile. You're a your fan by chance.
1: No, not specifically, but she, uh, she, she'd posted on, I think it was the 8th or 9th of November... Uh, that she was leaving the BBC because of her, opi- like, like having to have an opinion. Um, you know, you're not allowed to have an opinion if you're at the BBC. You have to be entirely neutral on everything. I think that's what you said and when you I just me for put, this, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and that's, and that's why I put, uh, looking forward to your inevitable uh, joining of LBC. And today she's announced <laughs> that she's joining LBC.
0: <laughs> and last year I went to the London podcast show and James O'Brien was there giving a speech. I watched his keynote. What a, what a lad he is to watch live. He clearly couldn't give a flying F about being there. He really couldn't. <laughs> See, I saved you editing there. I saved you editing. I've been in your, sh- I've been in your seat. But um He, he was I mean, literally on stage in his crumpled old suit, looking at his watch. But when he spoke, it was just wonderful. It was so humorous, eloquent. Yeah, just a little room, mm. up, you know. But he clearly just was there for the fee. <laughs> yeah. No,
1: but, he's, he's, but that's, he's that's his feel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: He, you know, he just couldn't look more creased, face, suit, anything than you wish. I mean, the dirtiest of old skank trainers on, He, <laughs> it was just a day's work, but he was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Nice,
1: yeah. Well, I think we're going to wrap this up then, because uh, you've already covered Pixel, which was the next thing we were going to do. I, I guess you're not then officially a member of Team Pixel yet.
0: No, no, I am... Really glad I tried it. It's got some elements I like, um, but the overall, uh, I think Apple have just got it completely nailed for me at the moment. Um, I'm excited about what they've done with Apple Silicon, the M3, and the reason I bought the 8 gig model of the iMac was purely because I wanted to test it in its most pure form. And seeing what the most basic M3 chip can do, I mean, it speaks to itself. If you, when you begin getting either the tripped out version of that, you know, if you go for the 24 gig version, Or if we begin looking at the M3 Pro, M3 Ultra. I mean, the way they've iterated so quickly through Apple Silicon. An M1 was good. I still work on an M1 Max MacBook Pro, which doesn't chug. I can't really justify buying an M3 (laughs) MacBook Pro, but what they've done. So all in all, yes, I'm really glad I tried Android because it gave me context. And it made me, when I thought I was getting bored of iOS, it actually made me. You know, it's kind of the thing you can go out for burgers when you've got steak at home. It was that kind of thing the the emperor's new clothes look very exciting but in actual fact my heart is is always going to be with apple it just does what i wanted to do and i know how it works and when it goes wrong i've got a slight chance of knowing how to fix it and all those things matter
1: yeah i think polish is the the biggest thing it's the the ios system just everything typically i know there's still the occasional bugs but generally everything mm. seems to work the way you would expect.
0: Yeah, I had that um, one bad day last year with HomePod. Heavens only knows, it was just one of those random things. Who can tell? But, but then again, you know, yesterday I put the HomePod in and the thing that took the longest was doing the update. But it just, boom, the, the little scan thing came up on the top, scanned it with the phone, it was off, it was away at the races. It was literally, you know, I was opening the wine by the time it was setting, it was that easy. It just said, stereo pair, left or right, done and that's what we expect from them and universal control i adore that you know airdrop we all know is brilliant there's so many features that just make it so easy to work and i try to avoid using the term ecosystem because it's what people that aren't as keen on us apple and ios fanboys using Uh, they think we keep harking back to it yes it's there but there's plenty of other reasons that it, it just does its job so well it really does.
1: Yeah. No, that's that's brilliant. It makes it makes a lot of sense, and it is always good to see what's going on on the other side. Yeah. Uh, people I, keep offering to send me Android phones, and then they never turn up. So I guess maybe they watch my videos before they get to the post office.
0: Yeah. I, 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 you know, I tried them. I tried the Nothing Two last year. I bought the Flip and the Pixel. The Pixel's the one that's nearest because it's a great. There's no design when you hold it. You know, you've got a quality phone. It's well engineered. I'm not... I mean, I use AI, but nowhere near as much as many others do, so I don't need to lean into AI. And I've made the point, again, when people think that Apple are playing it, aren't aren't up to date with AI, don't ever mistake them. They are the biggest for a reason. They're just watching and waiting. And when they decide to really lean into it, I think it'd be a case of, hold on to your seats, something big is about... They're letting others... You said this earlier, they're kind of letting others make the mistakes around them while they just get it right. Why do they want a folding phone? They've got the best phone noise anyway Why, when it's folding in <laughs> half, is <laughs> my take. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, Dave, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you on the internet?
0: Well, you'll find me on Twitter, DTalkingTech. Uh, I'm on Insta. I post once a week there a story which is – so uh, shorts from uh, YouTube also go onto Insta. So if Insta's your thing in there. And on YouTube, it's David Lewis, Talking Tech and Audio. So those are the main places. And I've got a website, TalkingTechandAudio.com. So those are the places you can find... Oh, and (laughs) Medium as well. I write three times, four times a week over on Medium under my own name, David Lewis, and uh, there's stories there that you might find interesting, and they're 100% about Apple in one way or another. Tomorrow's story is going to be about AirPods Max.
1: Oh, very Mm. cool. Right, well, thank you for joining me. um, Thank you to the... Number Sorry, one, go,
0: no, go. no, first show. I'm really, really chuffed to be on this number one with you. Thank you. Really, really does mean a lot. It's the British community. We're standing tough, so I really wish you all the best for this series.
1: Superb, thank you. And, yeah, thank you to everyone that's joined us to listen this week. If you've got any feedback for me, hit me up over on The X, the new Twitter um, at I gave underscore Dave. Um, and I'd love to hear who you want to hear on the podcast next. We've got some great guests lined up as well, um, but there's always room for more. So let me know who you want to hear. And thank you so much for joining us.